Hello, this is Black Country Blokes Tune the Fat. Listen, listen, listen. I've been hearing a lot lately about men don't talk. But in my experience, men do talk, just people aren't listening. So it's going to be me and a group of blokes discussing our struggles and victories through life. Warning, there may be some bad language, so apologies to all the mums, especially on my own. Let's get going. Listen, listen, listen. I've been here. This is Black Country Blokes chewing the fat with me, Kev Dillon, Lee Cadman, Craig Pinches, and once again we're joined by Steve Ansel. Today we're going to be talking about are men really as immature as people make out? I found men, we act the fool. We act jack the lad. A lot of time that's just to cover up our own insecurities. Like I was just saying, um, I'd always crack a joke about my eyes so the bully wouldn't crack it. Or you'd say, yeah, I'm a big ear to act. So no one had say it before you had a chance to say it. And I think sometimes we're in the booze and we're dancing and we're being a foolish thing. is just to cover up being insecure. Mm-hmm. So I think it's easier if I make a joke for you to laugh than if I'm being serious and you make fun of me. And I think a lot of times these are mixed up. We do stuff to be the soul of the party, but when we're trying our best and someone belittles you, that's soul-destroying. What do you think, lads? I think it can be that, but it also can be that we just like to have a fun and have a laugh. And I think it depends who you're... Like, I know with Steve, me and Steve just have a laugh. I can call him anything under the sun and he's not going to... He's, he's not going to take that personally and I won't take it personally, no, anything I'll probably come back with something just as just stupid. Just as stupid, so. yeah. Well, so I think it's... it's but, if someone, but if someone said it who wasn't in the inner circle, circle. then it's offensive, isn't it? Yeah, it's context. Into it. They yeah. say friendship is a license to abuse. Yeah, that's, you know that. <laughs> yeah, good that's saying. Good. And yeah. I've heard that before, and that's that's what they say. I mean, we we myself like, I am. What what did my dad once call me to the teacher as well? A prize prick, <laughs> or a, a prize pilcher? That's because <laughs> that's yeah to the teacher because he was always going pens at the school. He was always going down the square, and I'd been in some sort of mischief or whatever, and he'd say he's a prize prick. He does it often. Cheers, Dad. I've got this teacher here, I'm using I'm thinking, yeah, Dad's coming down there when you fucking clip me around here all. But like I'm I'm known in the family to be not I'm a responsible guy, but I say the worst things at the most inappropriate moments and I'm pranking everyone and this and the other. And it is it comes natural. It's not something I really have to wake up and think, oh, I'm gonna try and be funny, I'm gonna try and be funny. I'm just I'm just a light hearted so guy. It's nothing to do with coping, it's just yeah, exactly. Oh, exactly. Yeah. Here's a question for you. When you say your dad's, you know, called you a prize brick, as you say, um, <laughs> do you think he was hiding something by saying it was that him striking that joke to try and diffuse? Is that the where you get it from? I yeah. think, yeah, <laughs> cynical sarcasm. <laughs> now, I think with, with my dad, my dad is quite an old-fashioned guy. He was raised just by his dad. His mum mm. passed away when she was when he was only about four or five back in the sixties. Um, so I think with my dad, he was very. I'll say stern, you know what I mean? If he did wrong, then my granddad would put him in check. So I think he was sort of trying to pass that down to me, but knowing I was more of the mouthy one. I mean, my dad's got humour as well. Uh, me and my dad get on, you know what I mean? He's, he's never, we've never, we never got on as, as when I was a kid. It was because I was the mouthy one. I was the one that was always, you know what I mean? What are you going to do about it? You know what I mean? Like that kind of thing. And he always tells a story of when, um, <laughs> whenever my mum was coming into the room or whatever, he'd only have to come by me. <laughs> 
and I'd throw myself across the floor like he'd just hit me. <laughs> <laughs> so my mum, so my mum would, what you do that to him for? You know what I mean? And I'd be like, yeah, you can do about it. <laughs> and uh, my dad says. It was all fun and games until he did it to his mum. <laughs> and then his mum was like, hold on a minute. They say I had enough. And then it fell through it. But I was always I was always that one. And it was always light-hearted. And I was always doing something to make people laugh, even at school. I mean, when I was young, I must have been about five or six. My dad went sea fishing, all his, all his neighbour did. And uh, he came back, we only lived down Lays Road. And they come back with a big fish. And my mum was in. Um, in lighting a fire, we had a, an open fire, and I was in lighting the fire, kneeling down. And the neighbour said, Yeah, <laughs> go and eat your mum with that. <laughs> <laughs> I've gone in five or six and I've wrapped it round the face. The Monty Python. Do you know, all best, please. I can't remember if I caught me or not. But like, I'd always do something, whether it was on suggestion or whether it's off my own back, to make people laugh, you know. And like you say, it's not necessarily to cope. I mean, I do say things to cheer people up to cope and to help myself cope. But primarily, I'm just, I, I just like to have fun. Yeah, I just like I, to prank. I think. think a lot of that, you know, it comes down to is if you just want to have fun, make life as as full of laughter as you can, yeah. you know. Um, it's harder work to be laughing all the time and positive mm. all the time than it is to be negative. Well, if, you know? if you're positive all the time, you're fake. Yeah. You know what I mean? You have to have your ups and your downs. You know, we've, um, I've said this before, for a flower to grow, yeah, it needs the sun, but it also needs the rain. You know, you need the rain. We, we only grow in uncomfort. You know, that's when we come on in life. If we're always comfortable, we'll always stay where we are, we need the uncomfort to make us grow through it. And sometimes mm. humour is what pulls you through that, <laughs> you know. And it, it it is a it is a crazy thing because you do hear that we're immature or is immature is this and another. I wore immature when you was laughing your head off ten minutes ago. Though, was I? <laughs> nah, I made your day. <laughs> yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Almost yeah. like immature yeah. then. I have a lot of copper <laughs> friends who come up here and people who work in um, on nine 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 and they say <laughs> the dark humour just bounced around there. They went, well, <laughs> if we didn't have that, it'd only be dark. So we have to laugh at very inappropriate jokes that you wouldn't find funny, Kev, because you're not in that field. Yeah. He went, but if we didn't have that dark humour, we'd be having bellyfuls of crying all the time. Yeah, I completely agree with that 100%. I mean, there was a... Uh, now, I do apologise for this story straight off the bat, but it made me giggle as bad as it was. Uh, a truck driver came in uh, to our place a couple of weeks ago. What you got in the back of there? Chinese people? <laughs> So I went, okay, a bit soon, but never mind, you know. <laughs> uh, and it did make you have that innocent little chuck, and I think, you know, the, the days of the jokes coming out straight away, I mean, of when people do go and stuff like yeah. that. Stephen Hawkins, yeah. bless him, when he went, the first thing I got sent was a window shutdown thing. Oh, you know, yeah. you know, right, yeah. you know uh, I think that's just our nature as humans. Uh, you know, we're trying to make the best of a bad situation. Yeah, uplift everybody, you know, make us all feel better. We, my dad nearly passed away uh, three years ago, cancer. He'd, his bowel perforated and he died of peritonitis. So he was in the ICU, they saved his life. Uh, he had to have a rush operation. And he was in there all tubes on and he looked a, a right mess. And it was hard for me to see my dad like that. Mm. Uh, and I went in with my friend and one of the nurses was round his bed. And he, he'd, come, he'd come round. But he couldn't talk now, obviously, to you. And I said, Dad, 
you're going to want to go back to sleep when you find out they're charging you five pence for every bag you have. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 It, it was when the five pence rule came out. Yeah. Yeah. My mate went, fucking hell. And the nurse gave me such a dirty look. And I thought, was I a bit out of order? And I said to my dad, I said, I'm the prick of the family. And he went, you know what I mean? If, if, if I were making jokes like that, my dad would definitely think there was some, you know what I mean? I'll tell you another funny yeah. story. I went for a colonoscopy. It's a camera up your arse, camera <laughs> and the week before, it was on that day, I swear on my life, it was a figure in the newspaper, it was all hospital as well, a doctor was giving a, a lady a colonoscopy, and when she woke up, there was a note asking her out on a date, and the doctor got uh, dismissed, and so as they took me down to theatre, I went, just before you put me out, I want to tell everyone I'm a very happy man and I'm not going to touch. And then all the nurses are picking us up. <laughs> but that's what we do. You know what I mean? Because maybe I was a bit embarrassed or whatever. So you say a joke, yeah, because I want to make people laugh. But it's it was to put my mind You're at ease. ease you as well. To yeah. put me at ease. Mate, yeah. Sometimes you see, I mean, I went to have, um, I had on my balls felt by a doctor, a lady doctor once. Um, not too. The back of <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's another show that is. I was very surprised when they charged me a bottle of white wine. Oh, well. I wanted to whisper in your ear. I wanted It's normally a bloke whispering in your ear. I had a bloke checking the prostrate, hands free. Yeah. <laughs> But now, on the back, so I'll get the doctor in a moment, so. <laughs> But now, I, I, I had to have a, like, it was a random thing, and oh, it was a bit uncomfortable as it was. And you know, on my way out, I turn around and says, nice to see you. And I thought, I've never, ever, <laughs> ever had a fucking doctor say, nice to see you. And I just had a, you know what I mean, no gloves or anything. <laughs> 20 minutes. <laughs> I still send her a Valentine's card. <laughs> <laughs> But no, like, like you said, you can find, you've got to find the humour. Yeah, like find my, your medicine. Well, my uncle had, had, he had to have his rectum checked in with whatever else, and he, he said, I think the doctor had rings on. He says, <laughs> oh, people do this for fun. When <laughs> 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 he said that to us, we crease and... I always think, who, who sat at school thinking, I know what I want to do when I grow up. I want a finger off. <laughs> <laughs> but on so, about maturity, I mean, yeah, yeah. We, we, <laughs> as you can tell, everyone is mature. Prime example: <laughs> women naturally um, mature faster through puberty and through whatever, and they grow up faster, and that's why young girls normally get with older blokes. And but I think once we've stepped up to the mark, I mean, different men. I've known men who have children at like sixteen. I've known men who have had at thirty. We we mature differently. But I think on that journey we learn as much. I think some people become a man and when they have a child, some people <laughs> become a man at loss. So we can't judge everyone by the same thinking, like what we were saying on your last podcast, when you were 20, when you're 20, you might have had your dick a bit wet and you've had a couple of beds and you've had a punch in the pub and you go, I'm a man. Yeah, you but you're not, not a man at that age. Yeah, I could completely agree. You know, it's, it takes time to get the life experiences mm. that make us the people that we are. And, you know, all of us here, we're still nowhere near it. You know, no. it's, it's going to continue changing us and growing us and expanding. I think you need to just look at your testosterone testosterone level to realise how much of a man you have. Because if your testosterone level's up here, you ain't had no experience in life. Mm. 
you need you need to wait till it drops a little bit and you have to rely on blue pills and whatever, <laughs> no, whatever colour the pills are, I don't know. I don't know what colour the pills are. But yeah, you've 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 got to grow up. You gotta grow old. We just said, Lucy. Yeah, you've got to grow old, but you know, there's, yeah, there's a difference grow to growing old and growing up. It's yeah. You know, we we as men do use humour as a diffuser. You know, yeah. that's what we do. Um, are we mature? Yeah, at points, you know, we say stupid stuff, but it's there's always a mask or something. Mm. There's a reason you've said it. You know, Kev, you say, you know, you used to make jokes before yeah. they could, so yeah. they were laughing with you rather than at you. Yeah. You know, uh, and it was your way of. You know, I've got one over you there. But I'll, em- I'll win that one. But that, so. that's comedy on that spectrum. But how many other people use like shagging or fighting? It's the same thing. You'll bump into a bloke and goes, "Oh man, I smell of banging all over." And thinking, mate, we've all been late. It don't, it don't, it don't <laughs> impress me. Yeah. But then, every time they see you, oh man, I'm doing this. I've been over. Well done. I'd, I'd rather a funny story. When you bossed your banjo yeah. or you fell off or you, you couldn't bust your nuts or the, the baby walked in. That time your day rise together. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you know, They're the stories I enjoy. <laughs> but then you'd have the same blokes. Oh yeah, so I was in the pub, he looked at me and I knocked his dick and you're thinking, yeah. really? You, you're a 30, that, 40, 50 don't old impress man. Me, yeah. You grow up. Yeah, yeah. What, you you yeah. don't impress me no more. If you're breaking your race and you ripped him off, yeah, good on you son. Or you've, I've gone in there and I've boxed out. Oh, I lost, he knocked me out. Congratulations. When you're just on about, mm. that's immaturity at the same time. Yeah. I'm trying to do something to value that, mm. um, validate me. Mm. Whereas really, you get to a point you think, well, I don't really give a kipper stick. I've just bought a new Porsche. Well done. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Congrats. I think that's important, like you just said, when, when we mention immaturity, it's not always the pranks and the jokes and the laughs. It's the, the Barry Big Bollocks, the, oh, bandy mart, oh, I've done this and I've done that. Oh. I was going to do this, but you die. Yeah. You know what I mean? Immaturity and, takes and several forms. Exactly. Yeah. And yeah. That, I think that, that's, that's an interest, well, interesting perspective. The immafu- immafu- immaturity. Oh, yeah. I went out all night. I did. Hang on. You've got a baby. Instead of buying that, uh, that uh, off <laughs> answer sniff. Yeah. You know what I mean? Why wouldn't you buy another <laughs> bike? Why wouldn't you get in? You know, when, you, when you're out partying, where was your child's dinner money? You know mm. what I mean? And that, that's another form of immaturity. Man, I ain't knocking on for whatever they want to do. God bless you. You but don't know why they're doing it either, do you? But there's many know. different forms of immaturity. Yeah. But we naturally assume yeah. it's, oh, well, he, he was singing karaoke or he, he's pranking. Yeah. But are you odd? Are you a bully? <laughs> are you handsome? Or are you, just being, are you just going off with these vulnerable women just to polish your ego? Mm. So there's many yeah. different forms of it. Well, you know, as four blokes sat here, you know, can we say that women are mature? Because, using an example, there's bound to be times when we've all been arguing with missus and we'll turn around and grow up, I'll do it in a second. Yeah. You know, there's there's yeah. different sides to it and stuff like that. You know, uh, women will continue to argue when you're not in a room. Yeah. And you've done. <laughs> you know what <laughs> you, you, You're the grown up there, yeah, you've done, you've saying. walked yeah. off. Yeah. It's like, yeah, you, I'll do it. You go minute. into the kitchen, she's shouting at you. Go to the kitchen. <laughs> or the banging doors. And, 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 she, and she's going like, I'm, I'm, I'm three feet away, <laughs> I can still hear him. I'm just getting a bloody drink. Yeah. I'm not running away, I haven't jumped on the 256. Oh, no. Yes. <laughs> yeah. You know what's interesting though is That's that... where humour doesn't work. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's when you've got to think, I hate winning this one. Yeah. Have, you, have you been there, though, where you miss it? And she says something, you go, 
bump. Like you, re- every lads, and you say something, you go, oh, fuck, wrong crowd. <laughs> <laughs> you the ain't going to find it so funny. Yeah, sorry, love. Yes. <laughs> I think it's interesting to figure that, you know, a lot of females, in, we'll call it the thrill of the chase, in, in, in the dating, you know, I mean, meeting people, they love the jack, the lad, they love the banter, they love the humour, until you've, you've been together two, three, five, <laughs> thirteen years, and you've, you've got to be a smart ass for, and you think, oh, I'm the same person I was you fell in love with this smart ass, <laughs> now what? Because I'm not, you know what I mean? And then you argue, and then you walk out saying, I'm the man of this array boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Once you shut the door, you stand behind it. I look over and catch a glimpse of me in the mirror. But no, look, I, I think it's crazy. I think, like you say, immaturity does take many forms. Um, women, it, it, it's an age long battle of, you know, Who's the fairest sex, I suppose, isn't it? You know what I mean? We lose it hands down. I mean, we'll win it here because we're more blokes. We're more blokes, but... Well, you have got to think about that, that <laughs> immaturity thing. As I say, the people I respect most in the world are the ones who are putting the family before themselves. Mm. That's maturity. Yeah. You know what I mean? Whether you want to have a laugh, a joke, whatever you want to do. But always remember, if you are in that position of power or trust, You've got to look after those you love the most first, because that's the maturity. That's the dad coming out of you. There's someone who has children, and then there's a dad, and that's the mature one, isn't it? Yeah, I completely agree. You know, you got to look at my stepdad. Bless him, Dominic. Mm. He's not my dad, but he's my dad. He is your you dad. know, he's my father. You know, that bloke done as much to bring me up as what my real dad did, uh, and still do. You know, I'm very much two people split. Uh, and both of them are children, so it makes me a complete and utter child. But it's great. Three men and a baby. And I mean, as well, as you get older, I think your humour changes with your family. Yeah. You know, you can have, or I can definitely now as I'm older, have that laugh and a crack with your parents where. Yeah. When you were 16 and thought you were betting big bollocks, you'd say it and then wait for that bollock. And, yeah. You know, you'd sort of got yeah. away with that one. Mm-hmm. Now you've changed and you've come on the same level. As your parents, yeah, yeah, um, and I think we take after our parents in the way that we've been brought up. You know, I am a humorous person and someone who's willing to just, yeah, I'll give it a go mm. because of who mm. my dad and parents were. You know, it's, let's get it done. I think you uh, said something that really resonates with me about stuff. You haven't got to be the biological <coughs> father to be the dad, <coughs> and I think that's tremendous to say because I've met some brilliant, brilliant. Stepdad, but in my opinion, if, if you've raised that child, like my, my granddad, Mike, wasn't my granddad <laughs> biologically, but he was my granddad when I was poorly and he loved me more than anyone. He was my granddad, he wasn't my step granddad. He'd raised, he didn't raise me, but he was always my granddad. So that's maturity, isn't it? And I think it must be very difficult in those situations to. Be someone thinking, does he love me like his dad? But I think if, if that is your dad, your granddad, your mom, your uncle, whoever it is, that's their role. You've got to love them for, for that role. Did. Yeah, precisely. You know, uh, for what they took on, you know, there's not anyone out there is capable of being a dad. Yeah. There's not many out there that are capable to be a father or a good one. There's a there's a big difference, you yeah. know. Um, it's 
it turns you into that, the, the person you are and who they were at the age they took on. Mm. You know, my stepdad took me, my little, my older brother mm. on uh, to do the live with them, and that was a lot. Mm. You know, You've he was well. twenty-two mm. years old, and he took on two young children and my mum. Now I love mm. my mum to pieces. But she's a stubborn bugger, you know. Yeah. So that must have been hard work. And if you listen to this, Mum, I love you. I'm sorry. <laughs> See, I, had this, I had this not too long back with someone, um, someone in the family, and they were raised by obviously the mum and the stepdad. It's like nearly fifty now. Um, but like the man is who, who I had it with, and I thought he, he said to me, he said, yeah, he'll say my dad. He said, well, he ain't my dad. He ain't my real dad. I say, he is your dad. He say, yeah, he's my dad. He said, what did he do? Obviously, he'd been with them from kids. He said, well, he said, he used to go to work, he used to take us a few places. I said, what, what do you think a dad does? <laughs> he goes to work, provides you, and he takes you places to see the world. Yeah. He's your dad. But that brings you know, us back to the, the same thing, the maturity. Because as you get older, yeah. you are yeah. able to see Understand what they it. did. And, <clears> you know, funny, because uh, obviously you knew Hayward. And uh, yeah. before that, my <laughs> mum had another partner who was not nice. Um, he would have been my stepdad at the time, but actually the contrast with having that person and then Howard coming to our oh, was just mad. Howard yeah. was just a, a absolute legend. Yeah, was, yeah, 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 legend of a man. Yeah, absolutely brilliant. Um, and but you don't, I didn't really appreciate what he did until actually he passed away mm. last year. Mm. And then you start looking back and going, my God, we did used to have a laugh, and he did do this, and he did, you know, he did do a lot and look after us. And, and someone do. that's chose to be. There, yeah, 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 which is yeah. a big. I mean, there's one thing having the the responsibility of having a child. I mean, it depends what nature I'm up. I love, I live for my kids. Mm -hmm. But some people don't. It shocks mm -hmm. some people, and it's not they're not ready for it. But when someone's chose to go with someone who's got children and take them on as not mm -hmm. not so much their own, but help raise them in an environment that's just you know friendly for them and and, and that's both ways, mom yeah. and dad, isn't it? You know, I think we often is, yeah. forget that. Women do the same. They'll go into a family with yeah. with children and raise them like their own, and um, look after them and nurture them, and taking on the responsibility. I couldn't agree with you more. You know, yeah. I don't have children. <clears throat> um, I don't want children. You know, well, don't blame you. you know, <laughs> <laughs> looking after yourself is hard enough. You know, <laughs> and uh, it's you can borrow mine any time you like as well. Thanks, mate. <laughs> <laughs> but it is. You can't. You sometimes you do have to look, and for me, it's being that mature person you know what no i wouldn't be able to do what they did do you think this would go into a family uh going to or date a woman with kids i'd like to think you know if that right person come along yeah you'd do it anything wouldn't, for it wouldn't them. Stop and it, you, it wouldn't make yeah. a difference to me whether they're mine somebody else's makes no difference you'd do everything you could for that child mm. you know if on the way home tonight if we we'll see a, a child just walking down the street you know looking lost you would you, you try and help, mm. you know, and I think you take that side of it on when you take yeah. on children, especially if somebody else's. So it's you take on a massive responsibility. Speak, speaks a lot for people, you know. I, I always want, wanted kids, especially with my partner I got with her like 13 years ago or so. Been with her, she was still, <coughs> still at school. <coughs> <laughs> I was 18, so I'd still at school. <laughs> sick form, I mean? yeah. Yes, yeah. <laughs> sick form. <laughs> but you know what I mean? But I used to have friends that used to say, oh, if I get pregnant, I'll, I'll do this, I'll do that, to, to make a living. That's, that's just sick. But again, it's that maturity level. Mm -hmm. I was always, if you know what I mean, I'd be buzzing if, if I could have had kids at 18, 19. I'd have loved it. Never really a clubbing person. I got with my missus when 
or just legal to be probably like him so sort of forfeited all that to be with someone and I'm still with her today and yeah. you know from the age of 23 I was coming 24 when I had my first son it does force you to to mature not grow up but mature a little bit there's, there's a difference you know there's, clearly there's, 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 there's responsibility isn't it you're still that you probably still prank around with your kids all but what, you're responsible for I'll have a debate with mum and sister I'll say well he does it I'll say he's seven I'll call Rance I can't wait till the day when your lad jumps on the floor and pretends he's going across the room you'd <laughs> <laughs> be so proud are you you know what would be ironic you know what would be ironic is when, when my first was born whenever he'd fall over I did it everywhere Mary Hill Black Country Museum if he'd fall over I'd throw myself across the floor and people think the fuck's he doing? <laughs> but men, my baby, he was only two, three. It made him feel better because oh, daddy's fell over as yeah, well, and yeah, he's all right. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? He don't matter where I was, Mary or Black Country Museum. I remember doing. It. People's like, fuck's he doing? Is, yeah. he fit, is he having a fit or something? You know what I mean? Scared so the life out of everyone else. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So it'd be ironic if he jumps across the floor and claims I've, I've belted him. You know what I mean? <laughs> Would I say? Remember when I used that to myself for you? <laughs> <laughs> and, it, and it's having those stories, you know. I, you know, as you get older, go shopping with me old man and slip up some tampons into his basket just for shits and giggles. <laughs> you know, when he gets there, he looks at you and you're just like, hey. <laughs> Can I use that in you? Come on, Dad, do you want to go shopping? Yeah, you haven't been shopping in years. It don't matter, Dad, you'll go. Yeah, I remember my dad saying that he never, never dyed his hair. I mean, the bloke's 50 years old, said he never dyed his hair and I looked after the house while he went on holiday and I found his back to black for his hair essentially so I decided to change it with different colour hair dye <laughs> so, you know, I had a phone call a few weeks later and I said what have you done like, what you didn't dye your hair dye <laughs> <laughs> it reminds me of that uh, of Matilda when he sticks the glue in his ass it's crazy we'll, we'll forever we'll forever be sapped like this way, I suppose so. I'll, I'll do if someone's at the till like my sister's um, husband is a traveller you know what I mean? And he's he very scared of police and stuff like that because he's a doggy fucker probably. Um, but he'd be he'd be in the shop or whatever and he'd be paying for his stuff. And I'll just walk past say, and whatever's in your pocket and I'll carry on walking. <laughs> yeah. With, I mean, you know, it's a sign of who you are as well. I was watching something on uh, a streaming site the other day and there was a bloke who passed away and part of the uh, like burial ceremony was he had a, a voice recording that he'd made for everyone. And it was a sound of him saying that he was alive in the coffin, trying to get out. Scratchy. Yeah. Like, turn the, what are you doing? I'm still I'm alive, let me out. What's going on? Where's my lighter? You know. And it made every single person there laugh. Yeah. You know, and it was that instant diffuser from sad yeah. we've lost someone to the joy of the person. Yeah. So you know, yeah. good. You you'd wanna you'd wanna you don't want to get the timing right so as you knew when they're going to send you in the field you're like ah, what are you doing help <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> stop if i give you my oh that's a bit warm <laughs> <laughs> but lads laughter is probably the greatest gift that we can give to never be frightened of making people smile now steve do you want to um what was that quote you said outside putting you on the spot i uh don't stop being afraid of what can go wrong and start being excited about what could go right so until next week, gang, draw a bit. Listen, listen, listen. And that's a wrap for another show. But if there are any comments or messages that you would like us to read out for our next podcast, please be in touch. 
There are also lots of different organisations at the bottom of this page and hopefully they can help you or someone you care about. Please share this to spread the word. Until we talk next time, ta a bit. Listen, listen, listen.